800-859-0957-800-859-0WJR. You know, I was on uh, X today, formerly Twitter, and I caught some of what Senator Rand Paul was, was tweeting out. And he was tweeting out about Nikki Haley. He's part of a Never Nikki camp. Hashtag Never Nikki. Uh, I believe there's a website now as well. But one of the things that he cited as not being on board with, with the, the Nikki Haley train, is the fact that Nikki Haley, as he put it, was a warmonger. She said something to the effect of, we don't need a good defense, we need a good offense. And I, I've heard that, that worry, that concern with people about Nikki Haley before. And it feels like, I mean, obviously since Vietnam, certainly since the war in the Middle East post 9-11, um, the United States, and I think a majority of our people, would tell you that they don't want to get into others' conflicts. Meaning, they don't want to get involved in the Middle East on behalf of Israel. They'll support Israel in different ways, but the United States doesn't want to get involved. And I, I think that when you consider the, the, in my mind, the escalation with what's happening with the Houthis and the United States and the coalition of, of other countries, including the United Kingdom and, and some others, I think that it's safe to say that, that this could be an escalation. Now, I don't believe that we're going to have boots on the ground anytime soon, but I do believe that we could see a, a different presence in the region. And that's where I think it's, it, it, is a bit, it is a bit scary. It is a bit frightening to think that, that we could be pulled into this conflict in a different way. And you do have to also consider, though, if the United States is going to support Israel in a financial way or with munitions or, or it, in a way that doesn't involve United States servicemen and women being involved, it would, it, would, it, would, it would feel like an escalation when you consider that Iran, to me, feels like a bit of a puppet master behind the scenes, funding a lot of different areas. And, and I do not believe Hamas... Uh, is so brazen in their attack as they were on October 7th without the assurance that they were going to they were going to be provided cover. And I think that's where Iran and and some of these other militant groups step in. 800-859-0957-800-859-0 WJR. If you want to weigh in on that, I'd love to hear from you. We'll get your calls, your text uh in on it. It is also National Pharmacist Day. And there are pharmacies all over the country, certainly some of the bigger box pharmacies that are having a huge problem, not only retaining some of the pharmacists that they have working there, but then then attracting new ones. And we have seen dozens of pharmacies close around the country. And now CVS is closing dozens of pharmacies inside Target stores all around the country. Dr. Susan Davis is the associate dean for pharmacy at Wayne State University and joins us. Doctor, it's good to have you back. Hi, thanks for having me. You know, I, I think the last time we, we spoke, we, we, we talked a little bit about the, ne- the necessity to try to grow this, 
this particular job sector. Um, and while that is a is a bit of a bigger picture issue, it, in a lot of cases, folks are so reliant on their pharmacies for their medications. If if pharmacies are closing down, it, it's going to make getting the medications that they need more difficult or at least more inconvenient. What do you make of the fact that CVS is starting to close some of their pharmacies and targets? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting news to come out just in time for National Pharmacist Day. And yeah, the last time you and I talked, it was um, in the midst of some pharmacist walkouts happening across the country. The reduced staffing and hours in these target-based CVS locations was actually a major precipitating event for those protests. And now we see they're closing locations. But Rite Aid and Walgreens have also announced similar closures. I think it's not that surprising for people paying attention to the industry. You hear about insurance companies encouraging a shift to mail order for years. So unless those pharmacies shift to other patient care services, a closure is a likely next step. Mm. But you are absolutely right. It is not in the best interest of patients. For changes in medications, urgent needs, just having someone you know and trust to talk to, patients need access to their pharmacist. Uh, There are some communities that have protested planned closures because pharmacies are first-line access, especially for seniors and people without transportation. So a CVS spokesperson told CNN that the closings are part of the company's plan to space out stores and pharmacies more. Now, I mean, (laughs) that's coming from the company itself, and it it feels like a bit of a cop-out because I would expect if your plan is to space pharmacies out – Um, You know, if I were in charge of a business like that, I would want to make sure that I have other locations ready to go. And and the fact that CVS doesn't to me, it makes my antennas go up and think, well, it feels more like a closure than a relocation, because you you probably would have used a word more like relocate and spacing out as opposed to, well, we we, we, our plan is to move things around. Um, And and that feels like a, a bit of a red flag in the industry. Do you feel like more and more companies are are going to make moves like this and and if so are we seeing more and more pharmacies go out of business where where do we where 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 is that gap being filled where is that void being filled well i, I think it's interesting to watch the industry there there's some shift to centralized dispensing mail order for people on chronic and stable medications and in some ways that can be a great thing taking pressure off that frontline pharmacist so they can provide additional types of patient care. But if they're then closing those pharmacies, intentionally leaving gaps in coverage, that leaves a lot of patients adrift. We already have shortages in primary care. We do not need pharmacy deserts in more areas. So I I think this is an important story to keep watching and and keep advocating for access to healthcare in all of our community. Do some of these online options uh, for for medications, does that become more of a realistic um, destination for a lot of folks that, that need their meds? I think it has. It doesn't work for everyone. And as I said, it doesn't really work for people who have complicated issues, who might have adverse effects they need to talk to someone about. It's not the same kind of stable environment that you have in that front door pharmacy where you walk in and talk to someone you've known for years. Mm-hmm. So I think it is something to be concerned with. Um, you know, we, we've talked about shortages of pharmacists, but these shortages in healthcare are really common in primary care, too. I think in Michigan, we estimate somewhere between like 20 and 30 percent of adults don't have a primary care physician. 
let alone have a chance to see them for routine health maintenance and prevention. If you think about what pharmacists are trained to do, and at Wayne State, we are proud of the 100 years of pharmacy training we've offered. Our pharmacists spend four years in clinical training. Over a third of that is hands-on. They are learning how to take care of patients, assess, monitor, and optimize medications. So pharmacists in those outpatient settings have the skills and the ability to alleviate some of the pressure on primary care. So I would much rather see us working on models that allow us to do that. Mm, interesting stuff. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Susan Davis, thanks again for your insight. Always appreciate catching up with you. We'll do it again soon. Glad to see you. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. That's Dr. Susan Davis at Wayne State University. All right, got to take a break. More coming up next on JR Afternoon, including an incredibly valuable football from the last time the Lions won a championship. Yeah, it's been a while. Talk about it next on JR Afternoon.